And we're back. And today we are going to be talking about some upcoming tech that we think is uh, going to be cool. And this is not going to be exclusive to our normal talking points, which is phones and computers and game systems and whatnot. This is just cool technology that we feel like talking about today. Some upcoming stuff. Um, I think the first thing that I want to talk about, Brandon, is, is you and I, for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about Meta and yeah. the Ray-Ban glasses. Okay. I think we should start there because I'm not interested and you are interested and I'm the one of Fair the two enough. of us wearing yeah, glasses true. here. I don't have any on. So, so I, the, my so, interest comes from... Yeah, sell me on I've it. I've mentioned before on our podcast, the huge interest in AR, which is, you know, um, you've got... Uh, well, basically, Ray-Ban doesn't have that, so that is kind of a, a bit of a sad start. But but I, I really, you know, eventually I will have glasses when AR becomes more of a thing, when we're able to uh, integrate reality with virtual reality and be, you know, walking around, seeing things um, and seeing a digital world and a, and a real world. Um, but what the Ray-Bans do... Um, that's similar to this is they have cameras and they can um, they can live stream um, they can you can take short clips 60 second clips actually and you can send them it seems like so I so I saw a guy in in Best Buy once and he I thought he was live streaming to his wife and you know she was watching what he was doing and maybe he maybe was doing this I didn't talk to him but um but when I researched it, it looks like Facebook and Instagram are the only ways you can utilize that technology, which is pretty limited. And, you know, uh, me and you are both pretty heavy into open platform kind of thing, you know. Uh, so that if that's true, that's kind of a bummer. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the idea that someone could just be watching what, what everything you're doing, you know, that should be normal. That should be normal by now. We're in the, you know, that, you know the century where we live in uh, it seems like we should be walking around just watching what other people are doing similar to what we do watching someone play a game you know on twitch or something i think that's the future i think ar is the future the other thing that uh the ray-ban glasses do that's cool is they have they feature an ai on board so you can say hey meta and be talking similar to talk to google um but you know everyone knows that uh Google's AI has kind of lacked so far compared to, you know, um, Microsoft's AI and uh, with chat GPT mm-hmm. and, and um, I think Meta's, I, I haven't used it myself, but uh, has some potential there. So, so that's kind of a cool idea. You could be walking around. It'll uh, theoretically, it'll, I haven't used them yet, but it'll see what you're looking at and will, you'll be able to ask Meta, about more information um, for, of, of what you're looking at. So that's a really cool idea. I, um, I'm hoping that they mix these with the other uh, piece of technology I want to talk a bit about. Um, it'll be shorter, but it uh, is about the Meta Quest 3. I want to see these technologies mixed where the Meta Quest 3, you have AR where you're actually, I've seen some cool clips of people playing games um, and they can manipulate things in the, you know, while, while they're looking in the real world, but they've got digital screens up and uh, things they're moving around, games they're playing while they're going about their life. 
I want to see these technologies mix because you you can't really I don't think anyone's gonna be walking around with the meta you know thing on their mm -hmm. face while they're out and about. But the but you can walk about around with the Ray Ban glasses. They look really nice, um, you know. Uh, and I don't think anyone. I think it's pretty, um, pretty, mm -hmm. pretty normal and that's something you can do. So, seeing those technologies mix would be really cool. Um, I don't know how far we are away from that, but well, you just described Apple Vision. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> well, so, well, so Apple Vision. Um, allows you to look through the glasses and so you can see the environment around you. Uh -huh. So you can, you can pick them up and you can put them on your head and you can walk around the room or, you know, outside of your apartment and down the road and down the sidewalk and, and not trip over anything. Uh -huh. at, at the same time, it's projecting an image in front of you. And then you can uh, use motion gestures with your hands to manipulate the the, the screen that's being projected. Yeah, you could do that the on, on the projected. Meta, but I'm looking at the Apple Vision. It doesn't look all small and petite like the Ray-Bans. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so not. That's... So so that's that's the problem that we're at right now with the technologies is you're right. With the Ray-Ban glasses, they look like regular glasses, right. but with cameras mm -hmm. in them. Um, Apple Vision, it would look like you are walking around wearing snowboards, like snowboard yeah. glasses. They're right. getting closer um right yeah like you're you're walking around wearing swim yeah. goggles futuristic swim goggles um so yeah you need to minimize right. that to to something that's going to be more usable which is why apple vision as cool as the technology is is i i don't see a regular application of use for any for the everyday but the apple is another reason why it's not everybody use how much does that thing cost Apple Vision. About that. Well, all, all this technology nope. is gonna is gonna not, be not the case. That's expensive. the nice thing about Meta no, is it's like it's four ninety nine, you know, and then the uh, the Ray Bans are like two to three hundred dollars. It looks like maybe a little more, but you know, but but they're both limiting as far as they can. What they can do versus yeah. Apple Vision. Me the Meta is is pretty close, but. <clears throat> But yeah, not quite there. But I mean, we're in 2023 now. What what are these things going to look like That's in exactly 2028? Yeah, I'm excited to see. Right. So yeah, that is that is interesting. Um. So, uh, I told you that uh, when I was looking up for looking up topics to talk about today with this with, with this podcast, I uh. Um, looked up a bunch of videos and whatnot and got stuck down the rabbit hole of TED Talks and, and things like that. And yeah, one of the things that was brought up, and this is way left field for what we usually talk about, but it's tech related, um, cultured meat, lab grown meat is a new technology. Uh, pretty soon you are going to be able to go to the store and you're going to be able to buy a lab grown piece of steak, which is yeah. When you wrote something it, else, like, what the heck is that? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you're just like, what? So hopefully we haven't <laughs> lost anybody. You know, we have three people who usually listen. I'm sure two of them just left. <laughs> the other one's taking a nap. So. But, <laughs> 
the other <laughs> with the it's the one person that that you know the last podcast that we did was long and you know they took a nap so you know that's fine just enjoy enjoy the calming sounds of john and brandon talking about synthetic meat um what's but it's interesting so the the technology itself is basically you take fiber from an actual animal uh mix it with stem cells and then you grow it as um as basically as as meat you know it's muscle fiber uh and so the the technology is fascinating um you know it's you know the pros of it are things like you know less uh environmental impact because if if we're not having to you know if we don't have to rely on the meat industry as it is right now uh there's an environmental impact to that um you know this could potentially allow uh people who are who don't want to become vegan Mm -hmm. but don't want to hurt animals um to be able to enjoy meat um Maybe there are some vegans who don't want to be vegan anymore, but you know, guilt mm-hmm. tells them they need to be or whatever, whatever the case is. Um, so it's it, it is certainly interesting. The other thing about this too is, is you'd be able to create a meat product that potentially doesn't have all of the negative side effects of the the meat industry, right? So um, potentially meat that you know isn't going to have any. Mm-hmm bad bacteria in it any disease in it um right so you don't have to worry about mad cow disease or e coli or or any of that potentially take out any you know allergens or anything like that out of this as well so um i don't know if i'm ready to go to the grocery store you wouldn't try it what if uh, you're at costco and try some synthetic meat (laughs) would you give it give it a go Oh, yeah. <laughs> just they're just handed it out at one of the little stations there. <laughs> I really wish that I had written some. Yeah, I got At least for, they won't be making a seat for bugs. this segment. Uh, if if we got synthetic meat. <laughs> so so, hold on. <laughs> So again with the TED Talks. <laughs> uh uh this this isn't have have anything to do with synthetic meat, right? So that's good. Yeah, synthetic meat. We don't have to eat bugs. We don't have to pretend that salt bean patties are beef replacements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um because they're not. Uh but I did read about 3D printing food. And they were talking and they were talking about um, how nutritious some insects are, but no one wants to eat an insect. It doesn't matter if you know whether you're popping well I mean here's we, we're from Seattle. you go down to a Seattle Mariner game you can get yourself some crickets I think I think they sell crickets at the games. So if you want to eat some crickets you can. but most people um, outside of Seattle probably not into eating bugs. Um, but, um, with this 3d printing, you can take bug, essentially bug paste, and you can print it into a candy like, uh, figure just, just like a chicken nugget, right? So chicken nuggets are in weird shapes, 
right? Even though the meat itself is overly processed and looks disgusting, until once you put it into a dinosaur shape and fry it, I was you know, too kids quick. Love it. I guess we are so, gonna eat bugs. <laughs> here we go. Man. So, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> in the future, uh, yeah, you know. Only, only look in, look in the you know environmental impact. Government agencies are you know and everyone buying out the government and whatnot. Pretty soon, the government is going to ban you know meat products for everybody, um, or the or it's going to be that only the rich can afford mm-hmm. your steak, and so us peons are going to be eating bed bugs and roaches and crickets grown in a lab and uh, squashed into a paste, and then. 3d printed into um reese's candy said reese's bug pieces (laughs) uh like oh man if if i knew we were gonna go the bug direction i wish i came up with some jokes for that too but it does sound kind of cool though like it says I think we're gonna come up with the uh, synthesizer. What is that? Oh, the uh, that yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Three D printing. We're gonna be yeah, three D printing food. The re- yeah, the, the replicators. I'm uh, right. gal or the replicators. Yeah, that yeah, replicators. Yeah, yes. I'm waiting for that. Right, you can just be like, uh, yeah, give me some, uh, give me a Papa John's pepperoni, mm. and. Uh, yeah. No, no, they did not. I, I almost said Pizza Hut. Good. There's no way. <laughs> there's, there's just no way I would do that. <laughs> We're um, not saying that. <laughs> anyway, let's get off of food back into tech. Um, so the other thing that uh, I put on there, two other things I put on there. One is uh, is uh, brain interfaces. So this is like Neuralink. And the technology around this is mm. so mm-hmm. fascinating um, to be able to use, right, chips in your brain cool. uh, or or in some cases, a wearable device that goes on your head and you use brainwaves to control things. Um, this is really fascinating for any kind of like amputee to be able to put on a prosthetic that they can control with their mind potentially. Um, really cool technology. Yeah. Uh, and most of us have seen like these videos, all the stuff they're already doing where they're, you know, helping people here or whatever it is. Um, people, when people are regaining, you know, functionality for the first time, it's, it's awesome. And uh, it's cool to see the, the ambitions that they mm-hmm. have for this technology in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really cool. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, potentially scary um because you never know if you know because it's it's a technology like anything else right is it something that can be hacked and you know this is where i put on my foil cap you know it's just like (laughs) you know I, i got i got my my brain chip and you know i got you know something that i'm kind of controlling maybe maybe i'm i'm driving my car with my brain only um but then you know (laughs) someone's just like oh look at that dude and they just hack into my brain and now they they can control whatever it is around me that you usually that you know but i would control that's um 
that's kind of scary especially if this turns into not just prosthetics like hands but prosthetics like eyes right and it's you're like hacking into like a, your computer camera almost yeah, right you, you didn't pay your service fee so uh <laughs> you didn't you, you didn't pay your eyes service fee well well, I'm thinking like, you know, if, you know, I, you know, I do everything with my eyes, what, what wouldn't I want somebody looking at while I'm looking at it? Right. And so if I'm putting in baking information into a computer or, an, or into an ATM and I'm putting in a pin number uh, to, you know, things I'm doing around the house, you know, with, you know, people around, you know, I don't want people spying on my kids. I don't want people spying on my wife. Um so, you know, there's pros and cons to, to this kind of technology, but um, but the possibilities are are near endless. Um, so it's really cool. Then uh, the last thing that I had was probably the most underwhelming TED Talk, but also the concept around it was really cool, and that was a humane screenless PC. And so... Uh, he did a, a, a brief demonstration of it. It's basically like a, I, I look at it as like a pocket AI. It's something that you can like clip to your coat and it's got a camera on it. Um, it's got a heads up display so it can display images onto something. So like he received a phone call and it displayed an image onto his hand um, who was calling Um that portion of it, I was pretty underwhelmed because it's like, it's cool that it's projecting something out, but at the same time, um, you know, I, it looked like something out of 1998 as, as far as like the image quality. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he could, but it, it's also an AI, so you can talk to it. Right. And so you can ask it questions and it'll respond. So you can ask it what's, what's on the docket today and it'll give you a synopsis of a couple emails that came in. It'll tell you what your schedule is for the day, you know, basic AI type stuff. But what got me kind of intrigued about it in the original kind of idea behind it is, is, is he, the, this is the CEO of the company that was doing the presentation. He's a former Apple engineer. He's trying to remove screens from your daily activities. And so an a example of this that he brought up was um, when you're with your kid and, you know, you have like a, your two-year-old kid and they're doing something funny. And so you're trying to, to record it, you know, you're, you're holding up, you know, your phone and it's a screen that exists between you and your mm -hmm. kid. And so there's the separation that you have between you and your kid that that if you weren't recording, you wouldn't have, mm -hmm. you know, you're interacting one-on-one -on -one with your kid. Right. And so what if you could have that personable interaction, that one-on-one -on -one interaction with your kid, still be um, but still be able to record what's going on with them. And it's, so you can still preserve the moment with them without creating this um, essentially like a fourth wall. Yeah. Um, when you, Put the when you put your phone up to do the recording because you're removing yourself from the interacting with the yeah. kid and you're replacing yourself with the phone that's doing the recording and so i found that really 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 interesting and so while i don't think that what he displayed the tech, and the yeah. technology as it is you know the tech as it is today 
I was pretty underwhelmed with, yeah. but I think the idea Maybe behind it, cool. what it could potentially become, is very intriguing. And because because I can relate to this as a dad myself. I'm sure you can too, as a dad Definitely. yourself. Definitely, remember at Christmas um, time and that sort of thing. You know, you're like, I want to experience this, but I also want to record it. So, mm-hmm. right, yeah, exactly. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, but but it's hard to do both at the same time. Um, and so it, it's really interesting to to be able to have the AI version do the recording for you, record everything for you, even take notes for you. If it's if it's not like a family thing and you're in a business meeting, it can take notes for you. Um, but it allows you to just be you and interact with the environment around you instead of recording the environment re- around you. And uh, I I think that concept is very fascinating and if executed well um i think it could be a game changer so uh, yeah we got a lot of cool you know technology out there um i I would say you know the general sentiment is a lot of awesome direction but uh not quite there yet um but uh, i want to know what uh, what everyone else thinks uh what kind of do you guys think this technology is cool um uh what's your favorite uh piece from here and uh what do you want to see see more of yeah absolutely because uh you know it's interesting to see where this technology goes in 10 years because 10 years ago in 2013 if if you told someone about chat gbt it would be blowing people's minds back in 2013 i think um so uh but that's it for this one uh, so sorry for the two people that we lost because we talked about meat products. Um, for the one person that remains, um, that keep keep uh, keep sleeping. Maybe our other episodes will just loop around. <laughs> Catch you on the next one.